Welcome to CCM in 3D. I'm Dan. I'm still Derek. And I'm Dave. Hey, we are just three ordinary guys who don't take ourselves too seriously. You might hear us. Well, speak uh, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Might, well, we might be taking out the grocery <laughs> sometime. Might pop a Dr. Pepper. Might eat some tacos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Right. Yep. Um, but each you never we, know with this group. No. We just reflect on and kind of fawn over 1985 to 1995 CCM. And, and uh, we are today talking about big name in CCM, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Who? Yeah, right. What? Who? Who's that? SC squared. SC squared. And and Derek, we're going to find out there's more to this life. Than living and dying. Yeah. Right. That is More than just trying to make it through the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And this is from, let's see, what year was this? 19, was it 89? 89. 89. Yep. Yep. So we've got 1989. We're going to go back there. Uh, Just an amazing singer-songwriter. I mean, and he's still going today. Yep. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Another mullet sighting, too, on this album. Oh, yep. yes. Yes, thank yep. you. Yes. And so if we're keeping score on the mullet scale. Yes. So we've had Russ and his mullet. We've had Phil. Uh, we've had uh, uh, Stephen Curtis and his mullet. Are those the only and mullets some, we've some covered Some of the I think, had mullets. Oh, some of the Imperials. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. I couldn't see Armand yeah, in the I, picture, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the younger have. Imperials. Yeah, maybe like the younger Imperials. Jimmy Lee, maybe he had a mullet. I think he did. Yeah. Perhaps yeah, he did. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'd have to think about that. There's there's many more good CCM mullets to come. Well, and Wait, I now I would say so Russ many. Taft's mullet is still the best. It, okay, but this, so, this one right. this one to me is like a Nashville mullet. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. It's like a Ricky so, Skaggs mullet. Because it's blonde, oh, right? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Ricky Skaggs mullet. That's what it yeah. reminds me of, me of anyway. He bought it at Ricky Skaggs Alpha Beta. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. Perfect. That's okay. great. Oh, okay, goodness. well, yeah, we need to keep we need to keep a running score of our mullets. So that's good. We've had okay. that one. Right. And, and this is his Steve Christian's third album. Yes. And so his first was 1987, 1988, 1989. I mean, he's doing like one a year. Uh, and each album builds on each other. You know, he just keeps building his career here. Um, and I think we hit this one. It's a, just another stride for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's overall, he's won five Grammys. He's won 59 Dove Awards. So I think he's oh, like yeah. in the lead for the most ever. Yeah. Um, could be. Grammys-wise, he won for Sake of the Call, 92, Great Adventure, 93, Live Adventure, 94, 2000 wow. Speechless, and 2005, All Things New. And then he's won these Dove Awards, like two times Songwriter of the Year, four times Male Vocalist, six times Artist of the Year, four times Pop Contemporary Album of the Year, four times Pop Contemporary Song of the Year, and 39 others. That I'm not going to talk mm. about. Goodness, <laughs> but, yeah, no doubt. He's, he just he just writes some amazing songs. Yeah, yeah. He's is he probably? I don't have the the stats in front of me, but is mm-hmm. he probably the most decorated uh, in terms of awards CCM artist? I like to say he's got to be. I don't. I would I've, think so. Yeah. I don't think there's a list. I don't find a list somewhere, but I'm sure he's got to be. I mean, the top the top folks. If he's not first, it's got to be him, Amy, and Sandy. Right. Yeah. One, two, and three. Sunny. Right. Yeah. Some iteration of that. Well, Stephen Curtis has been going for so long. He you has. Know, Sandy was a period 
Um, and she definitely dominated that period. We're talking about Sandy Patty. Right. And, uh, but he's been going for so long. I think that's what gives him such all these different awards throughout the years. Um, that could be true. And he just, he just hits on all the notes for, so to speak, for contemporary Christian music. I mean, it's, it's right down the Nashville line. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't get too rock out. doesn't get, you know, it stays right in that sweet that spot. sweet spot, of, yeah. Of, of yep. contemporary Christian AC songs that just can live on forever. Right. Yep. Right. Um, so just, you know, amazing all around, very accomplished artists already established. And so in 1989, we get this one with 11 tracks. Now there's only 10 on the cassette. So another, yep. another one of those bonus ones. Uh, 44 minutes cassette, 49 minutes on the CD. Um, and it peaked at number two on the album charts. Mm. Um, my favorite tracks in here are not the mainstream songs. Oh, for sure. Here over and over again. I think to me, they're more the deeper cuts. And if I were putting this back on today, I'd, I'd do some other ones. Uh, mm-hmm. But we've got Phil Nash as a producer. Um, he's been producer for a bunch of people. Jeff Moore, mm-hmm. Wes King, Kathy Jacoli. Uh, background vocals, we got Chris Harris, Chris Rodriguez, Mark Heimerman. That trio kind of goes everywhere, doesn't they? They do. They, just, they, <laughs> they, all they over. sure do. Uh, the bass, and then Herb Chapman, his brother. Yeah, don't forget, that's right. don't forget Stephen Curtis's brother, Herb. Herb, yep. And then the bass uh, is the great Jackie Street. Ah, uh, yes. Amazing on here. So, uh, yeah, just we got we're gonna hear talk about a very another iconic album at the time. Yeah. It uh yeah. did you guys notice it was recorded in five different studios, four in the no. Nashville area and then one in LA I did. And then one in LA. So you got that's why I think you've got a little bit of that West Coast, you know, sound that we're what we always talk about with a lot of these same players showing up. But uh, yeah, five different studios for one album. I don't know it, it, you know, Derek being the musician of the group, is that very common to have multiple studios? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I be, I think if you went to, oh boy, yeah, there's probably some that you've got thirteen, fourteen studios involved. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason for that is, um, they'll say, oh, we want the drum sound like we get over at Ocean Way, so they go to Ocean Way, or they want the sound of the small vocal booth over at Omni Sound, and it just that's kind of the what they go for. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Um, they, they different, different sounding recording rigs, different sounding rooms. Um, sometimes it's just maybe, a, uh, they couldn't get into a studio cause there was no time or they, it was booked. And so they had to use another one. So there's a myriad of reasons, but yeah, this is very common for oh. that many studios. It's, and it's funny cause it actually sounds like uh, a very Nashville album where they recorded at. So it was mm-hmm. recorded yeah. at the pond. Is recorded at <laughs> yeah. recorded at gold mine, right. recorded yeah. at the quad. <laughs> you know, so, 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 hey, let's go down to the pod and record. Yes, I think some of these places are probably still around. I haven't googled it. I bet gold mine is Studio Fifty Five. I don't know. Omni Sound is pretty famous, so mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet Omni Sound is still around. So crazy. Um, yeah. The other thing I wanted to point out on this too is um, is that. Uh, so it's got the extra track, which is, I believe, which one did not make the out on the, the highways? The cut. Oh, it's out the on the highways. One, yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. And so, um, 
usually they did that because you wanted to have uh, a shorter album that you could put on vinyl because you're kind of up at a hard limit of right. how many minutes a vinyl album can hold. But if, if Discogs is not lying, and I, they're pretty thorough, this was a, a cassette only and a CD only. So there's no hint of this album on vinyl, really? which is interesting to me why they would put an extra track on the CD because you can always put a little more tape inside of a cassette tape. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 49-minute cassette tape is not long at all. Hmm. Um, that's not that's not abnormal. So I'm curious why they did that, other than the fact that the completist is going to want to have all the songs, yeah. and so he buys the CD, which is a little more expensive. Well, so. you, if you guys remember, Maybe. Um, I'm sure you remember, 89, when Freedom came out from Whiteheart, they did the same thing. It was on cassette and then CD not too long after that, and the cassette didn't have uh, set the... Uh, world was the world on fire. What's the set the, set the world set on, the fire. on fire? Set, yeah. set, set on fire. something on fire. Right. Set something on fire. <laughs> yes. Right. It was, but it was just on yeah. the CD. Set your hair on fire. Right. That's it. So I think you're probably right, Derek. It was just another way for them to get the collectors to, you know, hey, I need to get the CD as well and get that extra song. Yeah. Because it's got that song "Set My Hair on Fire." Right. <laughs> I gotta buy that. I gotta get that. Get that song. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> What are these kids listening to these days? That's Terrible. Right. <laughs> it's just awful. Well, I, w- I was uh, introduced to Stephen Chris Chapman back in the day. I was I went to college at Baylor down in Texas, and KLTY was the big Texas-Dallas yes. radio station. I mean, right. Huge. Oh, big time. I mean, really kind of led the way in so many things, and they played Stephen Chris Chapman all the time. Huh. And it, yeah. But it fit. It just fit right. perfectly in Texas and Dallas and the that Christian radio at the time. Um, and so, you know, we heard his Real Life Conversations album. Heard, And I think this was the first one I actually picked up um, mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was the first one I had, too. In fact, I've never owned um, CDs of either firsthand or Real Life Conversations. But... I've got more to this life. It's right here. Nice. So I've got my copy of more to this life. In fact, I've got everything up until signs of life. So I've got everything. Stephen Curtis on CD, heaven in the real world, live adventure, great adventure for sake of the call up until signs of life. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I've got everything in our windows. So wow. I loaned, I loaned mine out to Robin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Robin, I'm Robin, Robin, yeah. Robin from you. Yeah, he's kind of European. Robin uh, from you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're never seeing that again. I'm sorry. Hopefully yeah. Robin's just... listening and he's convicted for taking yeah. those uh, albums yep. from me, Dan. Big time. Yep. 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 Robin from <laughs> Robin, there's more to this life. Uh, yes. Right. Than stealing, stealing other CDs. people's CDs. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's a, it's a great album. Uh, and you want to jump right in? Let's yeah, do it. please yeah. do. Number one. More to this life leads off with the time track. Uh, like the sound, I like the sustained strings. Like I said, I think listening back, like, yeah, I mean, this brings back memories because it was on the radio so much, but it's very safe. So I don't know, like I said, it's I like it, but it's not one of my favorites at the time, you know, this right now. Yeah. 
I, my take on it. I st- oh, I still love this song yeah. so much. And, and the one of the big reasons, and again, anytime you're talking Stephen Curtis, you're talking thoughtful yes. lyrics. Uh, he puts a lot of hard work into not saying things trite, but saying something that that's deep and profound and biblical. But boy, Jackie Street's bass just kind of lurking back there playing beautifully mm-hmm. um and he's playing a five string bass so he goes down to the really low notes so put your headphones in and listen to jackie on this album he's yeah. especially on this song he's so good he's so good on this on this rest in peace jackie yep. um i do love this and i didn't know um i kind of always assumed that this album was just kind of stephen curtis maybe sitting around at a mall or somebody like that um watching in silence as people passed him by like you know people yes. kind of people watch at the mall or at a shopping center or something like that but according to the encyclopedia of contemporary christian music by mark allen powell which is um a book that's kind of a mixed bag but anyway it's the only thing we've got um he says in there um in that book that um uh, more to this life. What does he say? It. Uh, there's more to this. Oh, um, the title tune came out of Chapman's reflections on mortality, prompted by some unexpected funerals. Mm. Huh. So he doesn't give a source to that, but you can kind of see that a little bit. There's more to this life than just living and dying. More than just trying to make it through the day. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that's a song that. Maybe he wrote after a funeral, hmm. so that's or going to a couple of funerals. Yep. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm with you, Derek. I still still love this song. Um, it does. It hits you right in the memories, you know, right in the feels. Takes you mm-hmm. back, right in mm-hmm. the feels. I love the line, "Life's true beginning is there at the cross where he died." Uh, one of my favorite lines from mm-hmm. Stephen Curtis. And so yep. he wrote this with Phil Nace, who uh, is the producer as well of this album. And yep. he began his career as a studio keyboard player, including playing for uh, Stephen's wife, Beth. That's where he began a seven-album relationship with Stephen, and uh, during which uh-huh. they won three Grammys and, of course, numerous, numerous Dove Awards. But uh, this is one of the songs of the album that he wrote with Stephen. And, uh, yeah, just uh, you'll find this on just about any Stephen Curtis playlist or oh, compilation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, this yeah, absolutely goes on there. So, yep. Then we roll into number two, Love You With My Life. Another good old CCM ditty. Very well played on CCM. Poignant lyrics. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, again, getting that that perfect singer-songwriter from Stephen. And I think uh, the second verse, I think, is is the best one on this song. Um, Some people love with money. Some people love with words. Some people love because they love the returns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just really good. That's really good turn of phrase. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a good one. And again, just like Dan said, just tailor made for AC radio. It's just perfect. Yeah. That's one of the notes I have for here. You can just hear this on the radio when you listen back to it. Oh, for sure. And uh, again, Jackie Street's bass really shines on this track. And I'm sure we'll say that. We'll say that many times, but, uh, yeah, we will (laughs) track here. Yep, that's for sure. Love it. And then number three, we're waiting for lightning. Now, this one is one of yeah. my favorites on this 
uh, one of my all-time favorites sure. from Stephen Curtis Chapman, actually. So really a deeper track, deeper cut here, because I don't recall this being on radio much at all, if ever. Um, but I like the humility of this song, the stripped down, sustained strings. No, the, I mean, uh, the acoustic's so good. No drums, really. Maybe a few cymbal yep. hits every now and then. But um, yep. I just love the acoustic ending on here. Sang actually sang this in church in the performance track. Like, wow, <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be glad to uh, yield the floor to my colleague Dan <laughs> no. if he would like to reprieve. No. Please go ahead. No, I don't have the track with me. Go right ahead. Play the track. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's see. I, I'll pull up. Sp- you keep talking. You <laughs> no. keep talking. I'll pull up Spotify and see if it's on. <laughs> so stand by. No, that was. But it's it's a great, great out, a great song. I love it. Yeah, I think the you yeah, talk about songs that stick with you. Um, this one has stuck yes. with me because of the the sentiment that um, the you're always waiting for some other big lightning bolt yes. to jolt you into obedience, to jolt you into feeling spiritual, to jolt you into actually following God. But then it, at the at the end, he says uh, the the sign and the word have already been given. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I, obviously, God's word has been given, but the sign, I, I, first thing I thought of was, it was the sign of baptism. That you've already been baptized, you've already have God's word. Why are you waiting around for, whatever it is you're waiting around right. for? Get yeah. going, get busy, um, begin living the Christian life. So stop waiting for lightning. Yeah. You're listening for thunder while he quietly whispers your name. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard right. pastors say before, God whispers because he's close. And I kept thinking about mm. that when I was listening, uh, listening to this song, just a, you know, a simple song with a, with, with a simple message, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I love it. Still waiting on Spotify. We, okay. will, get, we will come back to. I don't think you have any that. speakers on that computer. So I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, you, you just <laughs> wait. I sure do. <laughs> and then we're number four. We're living for the moment or living in the moment. Excuse me. A uh, very safe CCM song again. Very catchy. Kind of meanders along. It doesn't really do much for me, but great lyrics. I mean, he's always got great lyrics. Yeah. Um, but yes. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm still more of a Whiteheart kind of fan, but it's still very catchy. Yeah. Again, Jackie's great mm. on this. I, I, we're going to be a broken record, I'm afraid, on that, like, like Dave said. But um, yeah, this is one that I will tend to to mm-hmm. skip i like the organ on it a lot um i don't know is it it's probably phil madeira um uh keyboards phil nash so it's probably phil um but again i like i kind of like the hammond b3 that goes on in the instrumental in- introduction and uh jackie's great yes yeah. i was so, just gonna Dave? throw in that i wrote down it was the most pop sounding song of the album it kind of it didn't have yes. the standard, you know, Stephen Curtis acoustic, you know, country vibe to it. This was definitely more of a pop sound mm-hmm. that we're going for for uh, living for the moment. But you know, right. you know, good song. Now let, let's let's park there for a minute because I think Dave brings up a great point. Is it country or I I hear him more as kind of like a James Taylor esque type, fire and rain, handyman uh-huh. sort of. Kind of a James Taylor type, in really indebted to the singer songwriter right. 
template. I, I'm, I'm kind of, and maybe I'm hearing that back in retrospect, but I've always kind of thought of Stephen Curtis as standing in, in the singer songwriter mold. Well, is that well, mm-hmm. yeah? Is that I, I hear that too? But uh, for me, I always get this little country bluegrass twang, twang? feeling because I know you know he's from Kentucky, from Paducah, Kentucky, and I know the. He's from, from uh, bluegrass yeah. is really uh, was influential for him, so like, maybe that's why I, I'm hearing that. But I can certainly also hear the the James Taylor vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and CCM has a has a kind of a its own version of the singer songwriter uh, group of artists. Whether it's maybe maybe Stephen Curtis a little bit, but even more people like yes. John Michael Talbot or Bob Bennett. Right, Bruce Carroll, Michael Card, like that. So, yeah. Michael Card, certainly, okay. yes, yeah. Good. Okay, good question. We got that settled. Good. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Well, so here's a weird one. Then we get to number five. Not weird one, but it's I will be here. Now on Spotify, it's got nine point eight million plays. Wow! Of and it, it is the iconic wedding song. And of course, anybody heard, listening yep. to this podcast probably knows that. I heard this uh, at a wedding one time. Really, once, yeah. And, and the, really, and, and I sung it at yeah. like that ten. Sang it did a fantastic job. Yes. Did you? Read which which wedding are we talking? Which performance here. tracks or without? It was without. I mean, this very talented individual looked a lot like Derek. Actually, pl- played the guitar what? and sang it live. Yes. Me. <laughs> oh, man, see, I know nothing of this. Mm-hmm. I know nothing of what you speak. <laughs> I, you're, in the words of the movie, that thing you do, you're talking uh, gibberish now. That's maybe just, it's like the picture I have of you at the back of my back of your head at the concert. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, just didn't yes, know. that's yeah. exactly it what it is. Yeah, yes. I recognize just, that head. Yeah. yeah. But but Dan does hit on a on a point here that I think is is interesting that we could maybe do a whole podcast on later songs that have been burned to a crisp by over right. yeah. radio. So that's, that's my dilemma. And yeah. Is yeah. Great wedding yeah. song. I mean, amazing oh, all kind of stuff. And now personally, yes. I had go there with you at my wedding. I like to prefer that one better, but yep. yes, you did. Um, but everything about the song works amazingly well, the lyrics, all that kind of thing. But it just, yep. It just comes down to, it's just overplayed. So I, I'm like, I've heard this thing almost 9 million times. So let's I just yeah. got to move on. But if you haven't heard it, it's a fantastic song. Chances are you have, though. It's just been played so much. It has been. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things of, it got played at so many weddings that there's almost been a bad, it's, it's, almost been a backlash against it makes sense it makes sense i mean you know back in the day it was it was great you know and a lot lot of people in the audience probably wouldn't even heard of that song so it would hit them just right um but yeah so but it's got a you know we got 9.8 million plays and then the other songs in this album get like sixty-five thousand. you know so it's just Mm. this vast difference so at at some point the song obviously crossed over and it became popular not just for you know for people that listen to Christian music at their weddings, but what do you guys mm-hmm. think? You know, somebody was at a wedding and they're like, well, "Maybe I've never heard that song. Yeah. I want to get a copy of that." So I mean, this really kind of 
you know, I think helped his uh, name to get out there a little bit more. And, and uh, yeah, maybe that's why it's, it's listened to so often now. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I was able to find the performance track for Waiting for Lightning. Okay. So, uh, anytime you want to do it there, Dan, we're ready. Yeah, Dan, I'm, well, I'm kind uh, of. I, maybe next year. Okay, yeah, okay. maybe next right year. year. Well, just, okay, I've bookmarked that's it. Just so three, well, I'm that's waiting for the 35th anniversary. Yeah, 35th anniversary? Yeah. Well, well, maybe, maybe next year is right around the corner, Dan. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. It sure is. That's good. Oh, that's totally what I was thinking. <laughs> totally what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, is uh, so, Who Makes the Rules is next. Is it the first song in the next on cassette? I don't have that in front of me. But I think it's the yes, first song on the next side. Is, yes. Do we have any? Oh. Should Time we, out? while I'm fast forwarding the tape, yes, should we, should we go to the book? Go to the book. book. Yes. And the book we're talking yeah, about is book, the book, book 100 biggest, what is it again? Yeah. The CCM presents the 100 greatest albums yes. in Christian music, 2001 okay. book. Yes. Okay. So let are me there any Stephen the... Christian is the question. There's got to be, got to be probably yeah. two. Okay. That, I'm going to guess there's got to be something. I'm going to go with yeah. three. Okay. okay. Uh, it, there is one. Wow. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now remember this was released 2001. in yeah, true. 2001. So, um, yes, coming in at number 33 on their list is the great okay, adventure. Yep. Good entry, but there should be more. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, it's, we'll probably do a whole other podcast on the great adventure. So yeah, hard to argue yeah. with, with that one, given its popularity and everything. So that's the only entry from S. Which brings S-Sport. us to the question, who makes the rules? Ooh, N- number six. And that is the first <laughs> yeah, track on side B. <laughs> it's a, it's a very country sounding song here. We got, we got the slide guitar yes. in there. Uh, another very safe CCM yep. song. Um, what else? Now, when you're saying safe, yes. which you've used a couple of times, that's not a pejorative. That's not a put down. That's just he's right, right in their sweet yeah. spot sort of thing, right? Yeah. That's what you're going for there. So very much this right in the CCM right. AC sweet spot. Um, nobody does it better than SC squared. So um, I love this song. I, I, I And I, I will give it to Dave on this one. This one yeah. does sound country. This one would have fit in well with kind of progressive country stations in the early right. 90s, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, this is well, Before I uh, give any th- thoughts on this song, I want to say congrats to uh, Derek for using the word pejorative on the podcast. Yes. Well, I'm a pastor. It's, it come, <laughs> I come by it honestly. Do we get a quorum yes. on that? Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, you get a okay. quorum. Yeah, we, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, Dan. You, I see that hand. Thank you. <laughs> okay. yeah, thank, thank you. you. I'll receive oh, that. I, I noticed uh, w- one of the interest- interesting things about this song. The first two choruses, he says, it's our life at stake, so we better know who makes the rules. The last chorus, he changes it, it's our life at stake, so we better let Jesus make the rules. So I kind of like the tr- the twist on right. the words right there that he used in the lyric. So yes. a lot of fun. Yes. A lot of great male vocals on this song, too. And I never could understand uh, the lyrics until I pulled up the lyric sheet um, on the second verse. Well, I've been reading about a different way, talking about 
dying to live and losing to gain. And I never could understand what they were singing there, and it's one of those misheard lyric moments. But as I read the lyrics, I was like, "Oh, okay, finally, I, I, I've got what they're saying here." So nice, we're we're good, we're good. And then number seven, Treasure Island. A little mm-hmm. too meandering for me, I guess. Doesn't really strike me. Probably, I move on from this one. Yeah, the yeah, I I think that. The thought of it was nice. It, the 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 analogy is a little bit mm-hmm. strained yeah. for me here. Um, seeing God's word, obviously God's word's a treasure, so I get that. But then the ship and there just a little, it was a little bit too involved of a metaphor. I it think, was almost me. like they were they were trying so, too hard or something. Is the way I felt. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a fun right. idea. I do love the beach sound effects at the beginning. I mean, I could feel the sand in my toes and I actually had some sand hey, in yep. my socks yep. when I took them off. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a fun little, fun little song. And it actually goes to yeah. number 22, most played in 1990. Huh. And yeah, number 17 was Love You With My Life. And I will be here was number twenty eight. So he's got three of them, four of them actually in nineteen ninety, that had really big airplay. Way to go, SCC. Um, that's right, SC squared. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we got way beyond the blue. Now this is another one I love. Quiet, encouraging song for me. I I don't know why it grips me. I normally can explain it a little better, but it just rings with me for some reason. And it's I mean, that's almost six minutes. Yeah. It's a long, a long one, but mm-hmm. I just love the lyrics on here. I can, I can tell okay. you completely why it grips me. Um, the song kind of doesn't do a whole lot for me until it gets right toward the end, where it said, "God has raised us up with Christ and seated us, seated us with Him in heavenly places, so that He can show the riches of His grace to the coming ages." I just, that's always such a good reminder that Christ is risen; He's ascended. And he sits at the right hand of God, and we are seated mm. with him in heavenly yeah. places. So I, that's the more songwriters that draw attention to that, the better. So I'm all three. I get I get three hearty, three cheers for that. That's a great lyric, Stephen. Yeah, Good I love job. what he does with the music here. Start a cappello, you know, down tempo a little bit, and then I uh, really love the standard '80s synthesizer sound with Phil Nash on here. And what's yes. something that you didn't hear a lot with yes. Stephen Curtis Chapman? On his music, so it, that's mm-hmm. true. That really that's very true. I enjoyed it. You know, it worked on this song. Um, so yeah, I, li- I like that way beyond the blue. Yeah, yeah, this is a keeper. It's a good one. And I could sing this one on performance track as well, but at the thirty at the thirty fifth anniversary. I'll oh, oh, okay, okay. Let me let me <laughs> let me God. get looking on that. Hey, stand by. And then uh, number nine in this little room. Now this is a Jeff Moore, Stephen Curtis Chapman yeah. co-write. And when they get together, a lot yes. of good stuff happens. So, yeah. Right, Jeff, Sparks Fly. Jeff writes songs to Chris Chapman. He appears as writer on several of his albums. Faithful 2, from Real Life Conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Adventure. Yep. And, and that's Paradise. Yep. Three others on Heaven in the Real World. And I'm just a big Jeff Moore fan, so I love his stuff and his albums. And when they get together, just good music. Yep. Yeah. And what do you know? It's a it's a song celebrating mm-hmm. songwriting. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So the two songwriters <laughs> got together to write a song celebrating. And it must have been in a little room. It is. So, which is great. It's great. Not a big, no, very little room. Yep. In the not, it wouldn't be in this cavernous room. Right. Wouldn't work. No, yeah. it wouldn't. You <laughs> 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 can't yeah, use no, cavernous. No, so three. With one. <laughs> well done. Yes. Well, I like the, uh, yes. the stripped down version of the beginning where it almost sounds like he's way off mic in the corner of the small little room singing, and then you know it kicks in full bore. Um, that's to that, your heart. Yes. So that little uh, part. Yeah, yep. That's a fun little thing I like with this song. Yeah, I've always liked that too. Um, kind of sounding like you're yes. on a cassette deck, and then and then the the sound just opens up, and there's right. the full recording. It's it's very nice. Um, PFR did something very similar right. on "Do You Want to Know yep. Love," where it sounds like he's singing through a television. Every day, to watch your life ride right by. Oh, very well done. <laughs> but we're yeah. talking about Stephen Curtis. I'm sorry. That's part where they got that. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And then um, let's see, number ten, more than words. So another one of I like this one. Uh. Deep. Uh, oh, oh no, okay. no no no! I'm another one of my deep I, cut oh, favorites. I, I just this love this song, and from oh. yeah, from the first time I heard it, really, yes, um, amazing lyrics. Yeah. Back to the acoustics, the same strings. I just another great humility kind of in the vocal. Uh, I think he it sounds great when he does this, um, and I just I, I like I just make oh. it my prayer yes. and reminder to me to be more than just saying words, but acting lovingly. And, and loving and so on and so forth. So great use of the mandolin too. Yep. And then the, yep. and the third verse. That's Mark O'Connor. Yep. That's Mark O'Connor. And the third verse after the mandolin yep. is really good. Yes. I, this is, this is how much I, I, I was okay. not groaning at yeah. the beginning to, to express my displeasure with this song. On the contrary, I, I love this song so much that in the inside of my main Bible that I use for devotions, I have, the second oh. verse of this huh. written in there. I can upload a, a, a photo of it to our Facebook page and show everybody, but as I open up this book and read of all the love it took for a holy God to care for man's spirit, well, help me yeah. understand. Yeah. Um, so that, I wrote that, when I got that Bible in 95, I wrote that lyric in wow. that Bible, and it's still there. So um, That's how much I love this song. I, I, it's in my it's in the front cover of my Bible, along with a all, lot of all other three things, of these verses. There it is. Grip me, um, but I love it when he gets to the third one mm-hmm. after all the mandolin and all that kind of stuff, and consider quietly the wonder of all your ability. It's more than I can comprehend. Um, anyway, just uh, mm-hmm. right. I find myself you know, in need again. Yeah. If I had so every good. word and a thousand years to use them, what you are to me would still be more. I mean, just the the lyrics are just unbelievable on this song. Well, and I think I think this this gets at one of Stephen Curtis's superpowers. Um, some people might have written that that sort of a lyric, and then you look at the quality and substance of their life, and you go, "Yeah, mm. but I don't know." But with but with Stephen Curtis, for one second, do you not think that right. he believes down to the bottom of his feet yeah, everything that he just Good wrote point. there? Good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his, that's one of his superpowers is that 
who he, what he writes about, well, he's yeah. striving for it, yeah. yeah, and lives yeah, it out. Yeah, and you're striking something I thought of while listening back to this, Derek. Is uh, I listen to listen through the filter of knowing all he's gone through um, over the last three years. You know the mm. loss and the, and the trials and you know all that. And I, I hear these songs. And I'm like, there is a guy that you know truly believes what he sings and what he wrote about, you know, what almost 30 years or over 30 years ago. So that's a, that's a great point there. You brought up. Right. I still think this, this, that, uh, this lyric would be just as true for him now as it was then. I, I, and I think that's, I think that, I think there's not enough guys like that. I think, uh, you know, maybe like a Phil Kagey would be that way. Obviously, maybe you're like a Russ Taff. But, um, boy, with Stephen Curtis, you just feel like, yeah, I bet he mm-hmm. still feels this way. That yeah. that would still be true about his Excellent. life. Yeah. So. so if you haven't heard that one, uh, which you probably haven't, get out, oh. get out there and listen to that one. Yeah, There's your homework right there. It doesn't really land on any yeah, top that's AC songs anywhere. Um, and it's not played 9.5 million times from I will be here. <laughs> yeah. But so, well, yeah, if I had a classic AC yeah, station, yeah. that would be on my station for sure. Yeah. And that then we get would, to the bonus good. track. It includes the bonus track number 11 out in the highways yeah. also written with Jeff Moore mm-hmm. and great chorus. Yep. Good, good. Good lyrics fits right into the album. Oh, for sure. I would probably, if I were doing this again, I'd probably mm-hmm. swap it out for like "Living for the Moment." Maybe make "Living for the Moment" the bonus. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the bonus uh, track. I think this yeah. one fits. Oh, in I better. can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I'm just again, I'm just puzzled why this was a bonus track other than just kind of a money grab. Which I'm not imputing motives or anything here, but I just if it was never released on vinyl i'd love to know why mm-hmm. why was it a bonus track it's just um so but no i think that's right this one fits in a little more maybe than waiting for lightning or or um maybe even like yeah. a, a treasure island maybe swap out for that um I'm going to be the oddball here yeah. and just say Dave? this just doesn't resonate with me. I just no. think it's, eh, it's all right. You know, I can well. kind of see why it was the bonus one. Okay. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, this is, this song has just never really done much for me. I mean, I love the, love the. Yeah. I forgot to ask. Did you, do you have no. this on CD? Dave? I didn't start buying okay. his right. stuff until um, the great adventure was the first Stephen Curtis CD I had. And yeah. then I went backwards and started listening. And then of course I've been a fan ever since but uh, yeah for whatever reason that's just me so yeah the first one i ever had is i borrowed dan's copy oh. of real life conversations wait a minute and then you're, um, you're the one are you robin back? no i'm not. <laughs> no i'm not no oh okay no i gave okay, it yeah. i went to later to robin yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not the hamburger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, but that and and so um, yeah, getting into that album primed me for this. Okay. One. I was ready for this one when it came down. I was, I was, I was very ready. But everybody got it. Yeah, I think so. Stephen right. Curtis on the Great Adventure. 
You just you well, you couldn't walk five feet in a Christian bookstore right, without right. tripping over something for that album. Yes, yes. it was just everywhere. Well, that, that's what that's what's hard about it. When when yeah. Stephen well, Curtis I was going to say, mullet. I think that was the first album without the mullet. He he got his hair short. If you look if you look at the cover, his hair is short on Ooh. that. That's the yep. That's the first one. It was that's a, a good his first point. Post mullet. That's album. a good point. His first po- yeah, yeah, we should we should bear that in mind when we do a deep dive into the great adventure. See if he's oh, lost any yeah. superpowers. Okay, know, he's got the haircut short. <laughs> Speaking of mullet, one other mullet. Did, yes. did we forget oh, yes. the yes. and Keys Eddie. mullets? Couple. Yeah, Eddie had a nice oh, one. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did. By the way, I did look like the Imperials. They did not have one. They were all short, short okay. and spiky. All right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I had to do some deep that. research. <laughs> we <laughs> can't find ours. You sure did. Styles. <laughs> the bullet. No. Yes. No. He had, <laughs> Arm had a mohawk. It was the weirdest thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. That was fun. Yep. So, anything else to add to the conversation? No, this is a great one. If you don't, if you if if all you know is the Great Adventure and kind of albums after that, go back to this one because this one has got, especially as Dan said, the deep cuts are. Still yeah, it's just uh, as most of his stuff is. It's to me, it's very easy to listen to. It's just a great album. Uh, I don't yep. think if you're if you're a big fan of his and if you haven't heard of this album, it's going to be a treasure. It's going to be a treat, not a trick. Thank you. Treasure, yeah, like Treasure Island? Very well yeah, said. Like Treasure Island. Very well hey. said. Yeah, sort of like that. <laughs> so, very yeah. good. Thanks very for joining good. us on Looking Back at uh, Stephen Curtis Chavez, More to This Life from 1989. We got some of that homework we just talked about, more than words, I would say, for me. Um, and mm-hmm. just some yep. great stuff. Hey, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Write a little review. Again, thanks again for all the little reviews on fan pages and that kind of thing out there. Very kind. Um, and if you're interested, we've actually cultivated some of these songs and added them to our CCM and 3d Spotify playlist. So if you're on Spotify, search CCM in 3d and hit like, and follow on there. And you can relive some of these songs and other deep tracks that we've added between these years, 1985, 1995. Perfect. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So another great podcast and we will talk to you later. We'll see you way beyond the blue. Thanks for listening.